0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Monday night, June 20th. You know what time it is. It's time for three drink minimum, baby. I am flustered and late. I don't have my uh, headphones on. I am just a mess today, guys. I'm a mess.
1: You're a mess every day.
0: I'm not usually a mess every day. I'm a mess today because just I was treated like the devil's wears Prada at, at my job. So how are you guys doing? We're good. You're doing good. Yeah. Solid.
1: <laughs> okay. We're, we're dead not air. Flustered. We're not flustered.
0: Yeah. All right. Good. Well, help me out here, man. I'm I'm losing myself. What would you do this weekend? <laughs> uh. Well, before we get into that, to my left. God. This is why you don't host the show. <laughs> <laughs> to my left, my main man Tommy Grassi. What What's up? up baby? what's going on how are you doing dude are you having a better day than me i am having a better day than you what happened man how was your weekend bro?
2: uh weekend was sick weekend was uh weekend was really good what did you do uh, I went out a bunch of. I went out all weekend. Made some videos last night. You know, good old Game of Toms action. Game of Toms is Absolutely, blowing up. H- how did we do this Absolutely. weekend with uh,
0: Game of Toms? Uh
2: I think we were at 2,000 in less than like 12 hours. So that okay, that's pretty good. I'm happy with that. Anytime it gets over a thousand, I'm I'm happy. I that. still haven't watched one show, dude. It's all good. You don't yet. I kind of have to watch Game of Thrones to watch to watch Game I, of d- Thumbs. Well, no, I'm just talking about the show, period. I can't no, you get won't. into like, there's it. There's no Chris. black people in. it Well, that's one of the reasons I can't get into it. Chris. That's why.
1: That's why I like it so
2: much. we no niggas in the uh, 1500s or whenever the show. In the fantasy world that is created. Oh, is that? Uh, I, I it thought is. it was a real thing. It's, see, like, lo- it's like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, <it's...
0: laughs> There's no black people in you fantasy shall world. shall not black. See. <laughs> Can you believe this? We're, we're, yeah. we're not in the apocalypse because I saw what's the fucking movie? The remake of. Um... Oh come on, help me out here
2: with. Uh... Remember Mel Gibson back in the day in the 80s? Passion of the Christ. Mad no, Max. Mad Max. Oh, God, so it's fan fucking Tastic. The remake? Oh, Probably so the worst movie I've ever seen. Oh, you have a tar- Fury Road? But Fury With Road? With Charlize is... Theron? Oh, my God. What was it? It's
0: just white people in the desert doing what? You're thirsty. Oh, so Give them a drink. The best I movie know. I've ever seen Black Hill.
1: Black Yellow is a classic. I fucking love Black Yellow. And I, to Tom- I,
0: I, work, I work with a guy It looks like him. So. <laughs> and to Tommy's left oh, are our shit. resident white trash correspondent, Chris Vaccarelli, everybody. How are you doing, Chris? What's going on? What'd you do this weekend? Uh,
1: I had a couple of shows.
0: Where? Uh, you had shows where? Yeah, man. Uh,
1: characters up there in Sloatsburg and then uh, Broadway Comedy Club. There we love Sloatsburg. Yeah.
2: How'd you do in the contest? Oh, I lost.
1: Um. <laughs> Did you do uh, your- I, was, I was the first one. To go up because right. I told them I had to go to Broadway. Yeah, okay. So they put me up first, and my first joke was um, Orlando shooting. Yeah, so that pretty it didn't much, go over. I pretty well much at all. sealed the
0: deal for Killed me. That- Chris, what's the joke? Because I've heard it. Was just- I've heard about this shit enough. I've heard about it three times. What's the fucking joke you're so excited about?
1: Well, if you fucking heard about it three times, what the fuck are you asking me? For well, clearly, it <laughs> wasn't
0: memorable. Ch- no, I wasn't. Because uh, <laughs> what's the joke? Some old lady
1: almost fainted in the front.
0: I applaud you for being yeah. brave. Wasn't
1: no, I? I was the first one up, so I went up and I said, uh, "I want to thank everybody for coming out tonight." First off, you know, I know it's been a very emotional week, you know, with the shootings in Orlando and stuff, and you know, but we have to forge ahead. We have to move on, you know. And I said, "Pulse nightclub is even thinking about reopening next week." I said to pay tribute to the victims, they're going to rename it. They're going to call it No Pulse. And that was it. And then pretty much like a joke
0: had no right. pulse. That was, <laughs> Jesus. Christ! I wish I had an assault rifle right now. <laughs> that was horrible. Wow. Where's the punchline?
1: No pulse. The name of the place was Pulse. So oh no! Now it's no, so now pulse. It's no oh, pulse. Okay.
0: You, what just, fuck you think I said? You just took so long to fucking get there. That's the writer in me. I write, write too much. Uh, well, listen. We have. I mean, we're going to be talking about topics.
1: Oh, race. oh, and then when they were like, oh, that's fucked up. I said, why? I didn't make any gay or Puerto Rican jokes, and that pretty much yeah. that, must that sealed the sealed deal. That sealed yeah. the deal. I saw them scratching my name off the list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't give you the light right then and there. Uh, it was brutal. But then I went to Broadway, and it, did, you know, it was good. You yeah. did well.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because we we have an incredible lineup in terms of guest stars tonight. And I think that's one of the topics that we're going to be addressing, I feel. Uh, I think it's something that's important. I think it means a lot you know, to people, not just in the gay community, but you know, outside of the gay community who are generally uh, disturbed by the fact that there's these constant mass shootings, like when the fuck is it going to end? So, you know. and then of course there's a component, was this an attack on, on the gay population? I've heard some people say that this was a specific
2: attack against gay. Did you know the guy was gay? What the, yeah. the, the shooter. The yeah, f- like he—he's been there a whole bunch of times, and he was also he a was lot of there a bunch of times. He, uh,
0: I, I got there's like ten or fifteen different profile pictures that they've shown, grinder pics, and all this. Oh, type. so he took it in the ass too. I don't know.
1: I don't know where he took it. Maybe, maybe he did. Oh, so then why is it against gays if he's gay and he shot
0: gays? It's just well, he's obviously
2: that's he his hates peers. he hates
0: himself, Chris.
2: Well, he had a wife too, right? And then she's like gone because she she like drove him to like scout the place out. No, that's what that was the last article that I read that she actually drove him to the nightclub. Alright, All right, now, we we now we gotta look it up. Great.
0: Um, you know, but anyway, whatever. We're, we're deep already, we can't even yeah, We're fuck fucking that. eight fuck minutes into the God darn show and we're already into this shit. Oh, fuck um, it. To the couch, I'm gonna go one at a time. Let me go ahead and first say, uh, I met Heidi when, I don't even know, I don't really know when we met. Uh, probably a couple of months ago, potentially. It was a while ago, but whatever the, the case is, this is, I am extremely okay. fond uh, of Mistress Heidi Is what we're calling Who is also, was a comic uh, I said dominatrix and then you corrected me uh, is Dom would be the word Professional dom You can use that uh, microphone right there Actually no, you're going to give that to Yep Give that to Jefferson And then that's going to be your mic right yeah, there You might have to scoot over a little bit There you go Mistress Heidi is in the building guys Give it Hi. up for her <laughs> How are you?
3: Very good. How
0: are you? I'm doing fantastic. You look fantastic.
3: Thank you very much. When did we meet? Seriously. We met at, um, at Bear True Stories.
0: Bear True Stories, that's right. Was, was that the first time we
3: met? That was the first time that we met, yes. I
0: feel like I've known you longer than that. That's, that's so because incredible. Facebook, Facebook kind of does that. Yeah. yeah, it's superficial in a way, but yeah. yeah. Uh, you also were able to help me out a couple of weeks ago. You you, you do video uh, as well. You're kind of like just a we jack of all trades. Um,
3: we do all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, my husband's a videographer, and we also do fetish films. And I'm also a stand up comedian, and I do uh, fetish modeling for him under the name Heidi Knights.
0: You do everything!
3: And, <laughs> yeah.
0: Heidi Knights, you've got so many names. I, I don't. Just
3: two. Well, two, you know, I have three. I have three.
0: <laughs> well, I knew you as the one name that I'm not going to say you because can I don't. Say it. I it's can't okay. say Heather? Yeah, okay. All right, so I knew you as Heather. Heather
3: Hyde is my comedian name.
0: <laughs> is your comedian and name? My maiden
3: name, and then my married name is Heather Harris. So if you want to steal my identity and improve my credit, <laughs>
0: we, we can all do that. <laughs>
3: the information that you need to do that.
0: And what about this um, Mistress Heidi? How long has this been in the works?
3: It has probably been about three years now, I think.
0: Three years. Think
3: we've been doing. We had to come up with a name that. Um, was not too Googleable for my kids. I didn't want anything. Want to do it under Heather Height, okay? Because of the comedy. If my kids ever cared to Google me and be like, "Hey," because in my imagination, I'm all like, "Yeah, they're all like, I want to show my friends and my mom doing comedy," but I doubt it ever happens. Right. And so I didn't want them like Googling Heather Height and then seeing me, you know, spanking people or whatever. I understand. <laughs> so so uh, I came up with Heidi Knights because I was supposed to be Heidi. And my mom wouldn't have it Because Heidi height, You know Gotcha I guess And have
0: you done things on film uh, In the past three years That we would be able to have access to publicly
3: Yes Yes actually, Of a
0: sexual nature obviously I'm yes. talking about I'm not I don't want to just Yes know, I've
3: done many things yeah, a, to y- yeah just a high
0: school reunion
3: When <laughs> <laughs> you When you We have a We have <laughs> com. Okay And also DaveHarrisPodcast.com Where my husband um, I love your also, husband. Yeah, he also love him.
1: When you Promotes spanked the kids, him. did you get dressed up?
3: My children? Yeah. I never spanked my children. Uh, isn't that odd? Isn't that weird? That's why. And you know what? It's too dirty. I thought like, that would be
1: like practice. It's Ugh. no, because it's
3: a sexual thing to me. So like, it never. You know, that's oh, kind of weird. The kids weird. are
1: lucky they never got hit.
3: Yeah. No, they got hit. I just <laughs> spanked <laughs> them. <laughs> just punched them <laughs> in the yeah, face. Punched them ah, ah, in the ah, face. Come on. Right, that- <laughs> 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 we're
0: going to get more into some of those acts, some of those, uh, I wouldn't even call them violent because if you want that, it's, what would you say? That's your, is that a fetish? I don't know. Yes, if you that is a, hit, spanking
3: is a huge fetish. It's a huge it's, fetish, okay. It's like my favorite one.
0: Oh, look at you. Oh, <laughs> you're all rosy in the che- cheeks, too. You got all excited. Uh, okay, well, fantastic. Well, we're going to get to uh, a little bit more of that later. This gentleman I've known for quite a long time because I've been stalking him for a while, so I knew him a lot longer than he knew me. Uh, I am such a huge fan of yours, I have to say. Um, Thank you. I I really think that you are wonderful. Uh, If you guys, if you guys, I called him Jefferson Bites, but it's just Jefferson who I entitled the King of Kink. Jefferson is here
4: with us today. Uh, I I also describe you as a sexual enthusiast. Is that accurate? That's (laughs)
2: right.
4: That's fair enough. Yes, absolutely, a sexual enthusiast. It's one of those things that like the, that um, you learn a little – it's like rock and roll. You learn a little bit about it, and the more you know, there's just so much more behind it. Right. Yeah. And a sexual
0: enthusiast – now, you can't be um, – there's no limit sexually, I should say, as far as male or female. You, w- would you consider yourself bisexual or is it just pansexual?
4: or? What In terms of it? my preference of partners? I, I don't know my, if it's a preference or... My own personal preference. Yes. Yeah, when I was uh, 15, I started having sex with... I just turned 15 when I started having sex with girls. And when I was 16, I was having sex with boys. I went to a fine arts high school in Birmingham, Alabama. And we all Alabama. were
2: pretty <laughs> slutty. Um, <laughs> oh boy. But it wasn't until... Yes. I
4: was I was 19 years... But, so I didn't know what to make of this because I knew that I wasn't... Uh, and this is like in the early 80s in Alabama. I knew I wasn't gay because I liked girls, but right. I knew I wasn't straight necessarily because I liked boys. Okay. Um, but it wasn't until I turned 19 that I finally heard the word um, bisexual. <laughs> I was listening to David Bowie's Man Who Sold the World with my friend. Oh, wow. And, uh, Great. I, I was trying to look like a really we, cool, like know I know that. about I rock sure and roll. I do. You I
1: know fuck <laughs> fuck. We were going to Atlantic City, right? Oh, and my girlfriend start. Michelle puts on Beyonce and I'm like, ah, And this motherfucker's is in the back, like, Ooh. That's a lie. That is a damn call a lie. I'll call her up right now. You call her up? Like, I wasn't doing you, you were
0: Whoa. like, this is the <laughs> I song. I was okay,
2: saying.
0: Okay, so there was know, one David song Bowie. that I liked off her new Eliminate album because I was know. in a place. That, has ne- that doesn't mean I can't like uh, David Bowie. Back to Jefferson. Jesus. <laughs> um, Jefferson. Yeah. Alabama. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. So okay, you heard bisexual uh, at 19, but what would you consider yourself now? Is that called bisexual? Or are you just well, when I, like when everything. Well, when I
4: encountered the word bisexual, it was uh, people often say things like, you know, I hate labels. Uh, for me, hearing the word bisexual was very liberating because I thought, oh my gosh, it's not what I'm, whatever I'm feeling, whatever I'm going through my adolescence isn't it weird. There's there's me and there's David Bowie, so I'm not a freak. There's two of us. hilarious. Um, and then I. Just began to identify as bisexual and it sort of like lessened the pressure on me. But then I met a woman who would become my future ex wife one day. And in that time, we were together 15 years. Uh, we had kids, we were monogamous. Um, w- uh- we were all outward appearances, heterosexual, but I never let go of the label uh, bisexual. And when my marriage ended for reasons having nothing to do with sex, I hit the road running in New York City and the internet had been invented. And I was like, it is time for me to get some sex going. Now, so I, of course, I, I've always had the, the label bisexual, very happy with it. But of late, um, particularly younger queers are, are identifying as pansexual, mm-hmm. meaning that they're open to partners regardless of gender. Uh, which is, I think, a far more welcoming uh, attitude, or far, uh, far better label that people can take on for themselves. Um, and it's true of me too, because I've, you know, I've had partners of all genders by this point, and and I'm not, I'm really more about the person than I am about their genitals necessarily.
0: Love it. Very interesting. Chris, as a resident uh, redneck.
1: <laughs> I grew up in Yonkers,
0: douche. <laughs> What uh, if a guy has sex with a guy, even if he's a fucking pimp, he's the, the main whatever, he sleeps with a thousand women. Yeah. If he has sex with one guy, do you call that gay? If I did, I'd call it gay. I don't know. So. So and that's the reason but I. But not that is because nice. in that I don't it's know if it's. A, I really don't know if it's an old school mentality or a male or like a just a kind of a male mentality. If you have sex or do anything with a guy, no matter if you're fucking straight, whatever, you're gay, dude. Well, there is a caveat. To are, that. You, are you trying to
1: find this out for him or? No, stuck? I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm trying
0: to open it up to. I'm trying to open it up to people who are less, and I do call you less educated, myself included. I was asking them questions via chat. We're going to get into some stuff, which I'm very excited I, about, I, that the main population just does not know when it comes to sex and sexuality and gender. Well, whatever
1: you want to do. I I, I, that's the last thing I care about,
0: what people do sexually. Just answer the question. You I just can, don't like black people. That's all. You consider it gay, though? Yes or no? Who am I to judge what, what's what? Tommy, what, do you, what about you? He's if tongue-tied as if, usual. If
2: they're having sex with guys and girls, that's... That's bisexual. bisexual. All right. That's well, what okay. I would call it. So you it. say it's bi. Right. Okay.
0: It's bi. Again, if you do both, I guess that's what it is. Bi. I don't know. Thanks for coming, Chris. All right. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's what you said last night, too. Interesting stuff, dude. I wouldn't fuck you with Bill Cosby's dick, bro. Come on, stop it. You know that. All right. Uh, getting back to you guys. Okay, so Jefferson, you do not—you're not considered a stand-up comedian, I guess—is
4: not by me anyway. No, but you do do comedic storytelling. I do uh, storytelling around sex, desire, and romance, and so sometimes these stories can be funny, and sometimes they're heartbreaking, and sometimes they're sad, and sometimes they're scary. Uh, it's uh, the whole spectrum of every er, uh, I, I do storytelling shows where the, the stories have to be true first person accounts, something that right. really happened to the person telling the story, right. whether I'm doing the story or someone on my show is doing the story, and um, I don't put limits on it being funny necessarily. Right. A lot of the stories tend to be lighthearted, but we've had stuff that's pretty, pretty scary, pretty deep stuff.
0: Uh, b- fellas, the best show I've been to in the city. Best show. Best show by far. I, I could not stop tweeting about it and, uh, and talking about it. It uh, was Jefferson's show, and that was probably about a month and change
4: ago. Yeah, you were great. You oh, were really good. Man,
0: I wasn't... Listen, the God, the people that you booked that night, just unbelievable, incredible. Carolyn Castiglia tore the she house think, down. She's ridiculous. That
4: was insane.
0: She, she got a standing ovation, I think, and she deserved it. She was, she was, was. Once we got off the floor. Yeah, yeah, he's was awesome. Um, okay, well, good. Listen, we've got a, a nice little foundation here. We're going to go ahead and take a, a quick commercial break, pay some bills, and we're going to come back uh, and get into some more deeper stuff in, in reference to the realm of fetish and kink. Okay, so we'll be back, this three drink minimum, after these messages.
2: Bulletproof has always been about identifying and taking advantage of every single thing that makes people perform better. When you drink it, you just don't care about food. No cravings, no hunger for four to six hours, and you feel a kind of mental clarity that you
4: probably haven't felt in years. Have you
0: heard of uh, Bulletproof coffee? I tried it today, I feel pretty good.
5: Addicted to Ink, a proud sponsor of the Zadalza Entertainment Network, is Westchester's premier tattoo, piercing, and apparel destination, offering only the finest tattoo and piercing services as well as the best atmosphere you will find. Addicted to Ink is located conveniently at 38 Westchester Avenue in White Plains, New York, right across the street from the Westchester Mall. If you got the itch for more ink, like the Zadalza boys do, get your work done right. Visit www.addictedtoinktattoos.com for more information.
0: of hookah and shisha go to hookahshisha.com. We love hookahs and hookah products. We have great customer service, extremely fast shipping and packaging, a great selection with most asked for and most exclusive brands and products. Lowest price is guaranteed and will price match any lower advertised price. HookahShisha.com is the first online retailer of hookahs and hookah products and strives to remain the best. HookahShisha.com has the world's largest selection with 100% satisfaction guaranteed and a 30-day no-hassle return policy. Order ships within 20. 20- 24 hours or less with a focus on proper packaging to keep your hookah shisha products intact upon delivery. Use discount code ZEN, that's Z-E-N, for 15% off your next purchase. HookahShisha.com, your only stop for hookah and shisha products online.
5: Addicted to Ink, a proud sponsor of the Zadalza Entertainment Network, is Westchester's premier tattoo, piercing, and apparel destination, offering only the finest tattoo and piercing services as well as the best atmosphere you will find. Addicted to Ink is located conveniently at 38 Westchester Avenue in White Plains, New York, right across the street from the Westchester Mall. If you got the itch for more ink, like the Zadalza boys do, get your work done right. Visit www.addictedtoinktattoos.com for more information.
2: you
0: the Zidaza Entertainment Network on All right, we are back, baby. This is Three Drink Minimum. I'm your host, JC. And we are here with Mistress Heidi, who is who is going to demonstrate some <laughs> flogging techniques for us today. Mistress, I'm going to go ahead and turn it right over
2: to you. Okay. <laughs> oh. You just to just walk. I feel I like... Just- I feel like it's like I Billy know. Madison. All right. It's all, you can all can in mess. hips. Uh, yeah, and,
3: and Mistress. Maybe you can take
0: the. I don't know if you get if you want to take the mic in the other hand. I
3: said, just it doesn't hurt, right? So you're fine. As right.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. tears okay. streamed okay. down Tommy's face. All
0: right. No, so fun this fun. is uh, this is Tommy Carolyn here, and now you're you're being very light.
3: I'm being very light <laughs> because I'm not I'm not a big flogger. You're not a big flogger. Actually, um, I have one sub that pays for me to go to a, a dungeon. Okay. And I flog him. <laughs> but I beat the crap out of him. Tommy, okay. how does
0: that feel right now?
3: <laughs> um,
1: I imagine not... like a car wash.
0: You, you like imagine a like a like car wash? <laughs> 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 okay, could she go a little harder? Could she step it up a little bit, Tom? Would that be cool? Yeah, let's go up a notch. Like, All right, go ahead and take it up like, a notch. It's, it's be like Emerald up in much. here. Bam! Go ahead and give it to him. He's All done right. drugs, hardcore oh, drugs. So this, not
3: today.
0: Not today. This should be nothing for him. All right, I... <laughs> Oh, okay. I, I felt, felt that. that one. There you go. I felt. I personally felt that one. Oh, look at the face. She's getting nice. Into it. Now his body is going up. Now, sexually speaking, uh, what are guys feeling when they request this type of it's fetish? Or yes. <laughs> when you're, when you're. What do you mean when I'm? When you are when you're flogging a guy who has requested you to do so, what are they? Are they sexually turned on?
3: Sometimes. Well, it's a very submissive act. So <laughs> very often, the sexual arousal for a man, like physical sexual arousal, doesn't isn't apparent all the time when you're when they're being beaten. Really? Yeah. Just a, like it just doesn't. A simple boner they're, doesn't. They're, do- they're, they're they're dealing with like pain. Okay. So very few men who are well, dealing with pain. Are getting hard.
0: Tommy, do you like a little pain?
3: After a few drinks.
0: Mistress, give it to him. He smoked weed today. Alright.
3: Ah!
0: You know it's hurting because he's going up a notch. Ooh. Sexy. (laughs) It could be 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 sexy, too. You could go like that. Now, a little pain pain and pleasure. Like, maybe you're nice to him and then, yeah. Now, Jefferson has been so kind to hold the mic up, too. I'm just curious, what would Jefferson flog like if if he had the opportunity?
3: With the flogger. Jefferson,
0: would you mind taking that
2: flogger okay. and uh
4: Yeah, just right, for a little nice. just for a little hold uh, the Mistress, can you can you hold the you relax your elbows a little bit?
2: This would be a very okay. different show if JC was the one getting whipped. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've seen oh, enough of that. Oh, I watched All okay. oh, right. He's
0: very. He's going for it. Very quickly.
2: He's like Rocky like wow. when he's punching the bag. He's like I so think it-
1: I think JC has a hard on just because a white
3: guy's are- oh! That. But it doesn't hurt because Jefferson said that it.
2: <laughs> oh. oh God!
1: Was
0: just surprising. Oh, oh. oh God! See, it doesn't hurt. Jefferson, what are you doing right Jefferson. now exactly?
4: Um, well.
0: Can we get his face or no? Can, yes, yeah, sure. there you.
4: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, one thing that's good to do whenever you're, whether you're spanking somebody or flogging or something, is to some light stuff yeah. right at the top because that will bring the blood forth you know, and sort of get them tenderized a little wow. bit. So, like, something like this, which looks very dramatic, I'm barely touching him, really. So it's making a, a connection, getting his skin ready. It's okay. also making a connection between the top and the bottom. Okay. Sense. So he knows where I am. And he knows that if I'm doing this, he probably expect it to be a little harder.
3: Oh. Ah, oh, shit! Oh, shit! Oh, Fuck your It's it. like you hit everyone oh, in the room.
2: My
3: god! <laughs> oh, god! Oh,
1: Oh, I, I, I take everything back. I feel bad for black people.
4: Oh, <laughs> oh God!
1: This is what finally and, I think and then he
4: soft again. Harder. And
0: then you <laughs> go soft again.
1: Hey.
4: Well, because yeah. in, a, in the rhythms of flogging that kind of rhythm is a way of establishing back. Because you, you might want to go up to the person and say like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. backing up again. Now, when I'm, oh, when I'm at this posture, it's a lot like baseball. Yeah. You know, I
2: got my stance. Oh! I, where I, am I, I love how his inflection of his voice doesn't change at all. It's just very like, yes. And so I went to the zoo. <laughs> Tommy, how we doing, bro?
0: You all right? It's not the worst thing ever. <laughs> it's not the worst thing ever? Ever. I think Jefferson is being nice. I think he's being nice and he's getting excited. So why don't we in there? Because I, I can hear I can see the twinkle in his eye. I have like
3: a whole bag full of
0: stuff. You do? You, hey, going, okay, like, let's go yeah. ahead and let's get a couple things. We gotta yeah, jump you, into this interview, but
2: we got a couple more minutes. Let's let's get into it. He's like fantastic. I love a couple more minutes.
0: First off, can, can we talk about Mistress Heidi's her wear here? Are you you're doing like a fifth a 1950s uh housewife kind of?
3: Well, the um, the kind of fetish films that we tend to do are more domestic, <laughs> um, discipline. Domestic. So, like spanking your wife, your husband, your da- daughter, stepdaughter. Usually, it's usually something like that's So sexy, because just daughter, son stuff. Chris, did you
2: hear that? I, stepdaughter, you know, it's
3: weird right? to me. Yeah. But um, I get hard when I spank. We do a lot anyone. of you know punishing the babysitter. Wow. Stuff like that. And uh, my next series that I want to work on is actually like. Um, kind of like a Donna Reed housewife, mm. you know. Um, I want to do something with with rubber dishwashing gloves, like something with wet. Nice. Right? Like like I'm just so mad at you. I don't even stop to take my soapy wet dish gloves wow. off before I beat your ass. Like, I see
0: fisting. In, I right? See, I see fisting in your future. Is that something you, that you do?
3: To <laughs> that, that, that's what happened? what transition <laughs> did you just yeah, right? jump to? Well, I, mean, I
0: man, right. when I'm doing the dishes, all I think about is getting all fisted. I think about is <laughs> you, 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 you said gloves when I when I think. Yeah, of these are
2: like this rather th- get. Mommy, like
3: Dexter's Laboratory's That's, mom wears the ru- nice yellow rubber. That's an amazing gloves. reference. Yeah, amazing you. reference. <laughs> <laughs> I win the reference day. You did. <laughs> um Yeah, so it's like uh it's very it's very mom like. it's it's Are, like beyond MILF. Do it's, you ever
0: get nude in any of these?
3: <laughs> There's a couple of things. I've done some some like POV. Okay.
0: Oh, that's my favorite
1: POV.
3: Yeah. <laughs> the the uh, jerk-off instruction stuff. Okay. And uh, those usually end with some toplessness. Okay. But I feel, like, awkward about it. I'm I'm not really a very submissive person. You're on the
0: dominant side. Well, let's get so, some like, of these toys. Let's and it's hard to you-
3: be like, really like my tits. You know, like, it seems a very submissive thing to take off your shirt. and.
0: Not necessarily. Like, you know.
3: But it's cute. Those are also, like, it's like you're... Like my stepson, and and I catch him jerking off, and I'm disgusted Sexy. at him, and then I tell him how to do it right. You know, the normal things that happen with step. Tommy, does that make
0: it. you hard? Does that, that that type of scene right there, a stepson and he's a, still numb no.
3: right now. <laughs> 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 so for domestic discipline, you need a lot of householdy kind of things. Okay. So you do um, like I have, I have a bath brush. Okay And Look so at Tommy
2: turning around I'm seeing what the fuck You're out you know, A belt A belt because is Of course standard. You get whipped with the belt mm-hmm. Um,
3: Let's see what else do I, have I feel like, like I, have I feel like Jefferson Is drooling over there <laughs> I don't know I, <laughs> I have a wooden spoon But I broke it
0: Oh, oh my god, god. you so She's rough a very
3: bad nun Did you find so the other rough. half? Yeah Yeah But you know I don't need it I don't know why was that a rhetorical question or No. no. Okay. <laughs> and of course, you know, I have a paddle cuz every mom in the 60s had a paddle hanging oh, on the yeah. kitchen.
0: Interesting.
3: Like wow. Well, so. what
0: are we going to start with first? Well, I want to see I want
2: to see blood.
3: Oh, I don't oh. really think we. Yeah, look at this poor kid. <laughs> Tommy's
2: like, "What the fuck, man? You promised me." <laughs> well, stuff, <right?"> I
3: figured. <laughs> I mean, we could do a couple of things if you really want me to to ramp what, up. One or two things. I do want to a... get
0: into this interview with Jefferson, but I'm really ex- I'm really just curious as to what you yeah. have. Yeah, <laughs> let's see some of these toys.
3: I could I could give him like you know make him count down ten with the paddle. Let's count down ten with the paddle. He's got such a little butt, though. <laughs> did <the> yeah.
0: <laughs> Chris, you hear that? He's got a little bite.
3: Perfect, Perfect <laughs>
0: for you, buddy. All right, ready?
3: Are you okay? Are you okay with the,
0: with the paddle? Oh, look at how she's talking to him. Yet.
3: Oh, not in your back. <laughs> All right. I want to do some kidney damage?
0: You okay? okay with the paddle? Did you see how she said that? That was nice.
3: Pulling up, up a the, gotta hike up the I pen. Don't get your tail
0: how back. thoughtful okay. of you. <laughs> you didn't even have to pay for that wedgie. No. <laughs>
3: It's not a wedgie. This is a normal place to wear your jeans. Oh, okay. I, I don't think so. See, that's where I get to be a mom. This <laughs> is for where your jeans too long.
5: Yeah. Oh, God, here out.
0: we go. Yeah. Oh, no. your butt out. Ten. Yeah. Stick that booty out.
3: So. I'm going to give you ten. And if you can you can tap out, too, like... You know,
0: the, <laughs> don't be no bitch, bro. Do not
2: be a bitch. Okay, dude but no pressure. You're not getting your subway, So like.
3: after each one, <laughs> I want you to say thank you, yeah, Mistress 14. Heidi. Okay? Thank you, mistress. One, thank you, sir. May I have another? One, <laughs> thank you, Mistress <laughs> Heidi. Two, thank you. Okay? All right. Thomas is like, okay. Yes. But one. say it real sexy,
0: dude. Like, thank you, Mistress. Like, you were, you know.
3: Jesus Christ, oh, wait, Jesus, if that's yeah. what you want Okay.
0: This is going to be good. I'm afraid. I'm hard, dude.
2: Oh!
1: One, thank you, Mrs. Mistress Heidi. Oh,
0: right, you fucked there it up, dude. You should have. Mm. Mm. dead.
2: Oh, <laughs> did. said he was a bad boy.
1: Two, thank you, Mi- Mistress Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna Fuckin keep it up. fucking this up. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's okay. We can
3: start over. Oh, shit.
2: Ooh.
1: Three, thank you, Mistress Heidi.
0: There you go. Go harder, Mistress. Got
2: rivets and stuff. <laughs>
0: Ooh.
1: Four, thank you, Mistress
0: Heidi. His voice is getting all. <laughs> it's getting all ho- hoarse and raspy. Ooh. Ready? Ooh. Five, thank you, Mistress Heidi. She rubs it every time. Oh, like a good mommy. That's what. That's what a good mommy would do. God damn it, Tracy! You're not alone in your goddamn living room. (laughs) How do you talk? How do you talk to (laughs) him? Wave your
2: hands.
0: (laughs) How do you talk to him, mistress? How do I talk
3: to your your clientele? Things like this,
0: like you know, motherly things, and
3: talking about how that we're just doing this for their own good. Okay. They they need to learn their lesson and become a better person. Mm. It depends on the the um, the level too, like. The, um, the one girl I told her that I was going to cut her hair and, and her face so that she would have to quit porn and go to school so Hot. you know it's just little, little threats to you know let's continue that flogging let's <laughs> get him <them. laughs> he's like
2: I'm bored with this let's start spanking again I like it our views are going to be off the chart. It's just going to be from JC. <laughs> oh my God.
1: Six. Thank you, Mistress He's Heidi. Great. Yeah,
0: let's
2: step it up, Mistress
1: Heidi. He's going to go home
0: and him. spank
2: it. Yeah, that was
0: important yeah. to me. Oh, look at feeling that bomb. Look
3: at that. He got to. It's part of the
0: care. Wow. Chris, you want some of this after? This is sexy, dude.
3: Oh.
5: Seven. <laughs> thank you, Mistress <laughs> Heidi.
3: You're doing such a good job.
5: Oh, thank you. <laughs>
0: Oh.
2: oh, Jesus. Eight,
5: <laughs> Eight. I would thank you, Mrs. Of <laughs> Heidi. He's a good
2: boy.
0: He's a good boy.
1: Nine, thank you, Mistress Heidi. Well,
0: let's make this last one count, Mistress. <laughs> Heidi. <laughs> Do it for reparations.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, I got
0: it. <laughs> Oh. Oh. Thank you, Mistress Heidi. That was you moaning? I thought it was him. Give it up for Mistress Heidi, guys. And Tommy, you being such a good sport. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you, my good
3: friend. Good job, Tommy.
0: You're not going to be able to sit out a
3: for a couple of days.
2: So
0: and good. then she hugs Boy him. Now, How okay? sexy. <laughs> All right, Jefferson, have a seat. Let's get to this. Mistress Heidi, thank you so much. I'll never
1: be able to look at Tommy the same again.
3: <laughs> now that you know what he can take. God. I think you should all be afraid of Tom. Oh, so,
0: <laughs> well, we were already. But. So Jefferson, you, and, you're, and yet you're the flogger. How long have you been flogging? Uh, I
4: picked up flogging in 2005, actually. It's weird I have an anniversary of flogging, but yes. Okay, so, so let's
0: take it from your marriage here. <laughs> I picked here. up
4: syphilis. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's take it from your marriage. I'm sorry, the end of your marriage. Right. You jumped headfirst into New York City, and what was that? just sexually? You just said, fuck it, let's go.
4: Well, uh, my marriage ended in two thousand three, and we'd been together for fifteen years. Yeah, and we had three kids, a house in the suburb, the whole like life we built together, and it ended for what I think were stupid reasons. And so, when I started dating again after the last time I dated anybody was in nineteen eighty eight, which was also the last time I'd had a blowjob. So I'd not had a blowjob since, you know. Uh, Reagan was in the White House. So uh, that's yeah. never that, that's grounds for divorce, right? Yeah. 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 Your
0: ex-wife was yeah. slipping there. What do you well, mean, well, she, told
4: me, she told me when we were dating that she didn't like sucking dick because she considered it you know, demeaning to women. And I said, well, don't do it. it. Don't I do would, it. And she, was like, that's, she said, great, I won't. But so like, <laughs> we, d- we didn't have much of a sex life is what I get- guess oh, I'm getting at. My God. But um, once I was dating, it was, it's a real transition from a, a monogamous life of, of such duration to the idea of just going on a, a date Casually with somebody, it was so alien to my experience. I'd be sitting at a table opposite someone and be asking the questions you ask at a date, and it's like, So you're an investment banker, what's that like? Right, and in the back of your head, it's like, Are we going to have sex? Are we going to fall in love? Are we going to buy a truck? What's the purpose of this? Where's this going? I didn't know what to do. (laughs) That would be my
2: first question.
4: (laughs) Exactly, I have just one question, Ah! (laughs) but the the whole experience of having. of dating after s- such a long time, to be entering into dating in New York City in the age of the internet when you're 39 at the cusp of middle age, yeah. um, wh- when I'm a, I am had, you know, ha- had custody of my kids, I had joint custody. So half the time I've got three kids at home and half the time I'm just fucking everybody in New York City. Wow. So I started a, a friend suggested I start a blog to just document the oddness of this experience. Right. And that became One Life Take Two, which I started right. in 2004. And then pretty soon, I didn't put pictures of myself on this blog because I was scared to. Um, but. People would read the blog. I, I didn't really know how blogs worked. I don't guess many people did. But I thought this will be a place where I can write the stories that I'm writing in my emails to my friends and just kind of store them away someplace like a bank vault so I'll know where to keep them. I, I, didn't know how, I, I knew it was on the internet, but I didn't know how they could find it. Well, lo and behold, there, you put tags into things and people yeah. find stuff. So there there would be days where like Blowjob would be riding up pretty high on Google and there's me. So I got a lot of readers. Wow. And then people who read my blog, some of them, you know, would comment on the blog and that was great or contact me to say they related to it or they thought certain things were hot but every now and again I get somebody to contact me and say I totally want to fuck you or get in with what you're doing because by this time I was um, having sex with uh, people of different genders, I was hosting sex parties, I was getting into kink and people wanted to do that stuff with me. Now, I know you've had sex with people who thought, did that because they, they, they thought you were attractive or they thought you were clever or they thought you were funny but people who want to have sex with you because they like your writing and they know nothing else about you. That's pretty fucking hot. So people were coming in from like out of state to have weekends with me. And that was just a spectacular thing. So wow. because when I was married, I didn't I wasn't having sex. So I didn't feel desirable at all. I could look in the mirror and say, like, well, you, he's a handsome guy. Or I could I have friends who I knew I was personable but I didn't know how to put all of that into like a romantic or sexual relationship. So it took a while to get used to it.
0: Fellas, have you ever had someone want to sleep with you because of a joke that you wrote? The old lady at the show. The old lady at the show?
2: No.
0: No, so that's a no. Okay, so th- I'm going to say that is pretty hot. Yeah,
2: I mean, that's pretty hot. I had someone who w- was willing to stab somebody for me. <coughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that was that was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> that's cool. It was hot. I, I got hot and bothered by, by it. Normal. You got turned totally that did. number. You never <laughs> know. Oh, I, I
0: totally did. That was great. Huh. Uh, okay, so Jefferson, you're into now hosting sex parties, and... You said you're just getting into kink. For our lay members or audience members, what is kink exactly?
4: Well, kink is a really broad uh, area. Uh, it, It can be something like what we were just seeing, something that is actually impact play is what I'd call that. It's something where you use and implement to strike someone or be struck by someone. But it can also encompass rope and rope play, tying someone up, being tied up. It can involve, like, mind fucks. Like, you know, there's no interaction at all. It can be done long distance. It's uh, things that you um, compel or will the other person to do or your will to have done to you. And it can also be desires. You don't have to act on kink. It's, it's a whole broad spectrum of activities. So we all have kinks. We all have things that we like sexually or that we all desire, um, even if it's not genitally sexually. It's just the stuff that turns us on, and these are our kinks. When
0: we, uh, it's a very interesting explanation. When, when I think of a regular person thinking about someone who's kinky, mm. I think that regular person says, oh, this is a freaking bed. This is somebody who likes I, I, anal, Yeah. who I, likes pissing. I had a girl
1: who loved to get spanked, but I'm talking spanked. Like, I started off slow, you know, and she's like, come on, motherfucker. I was like, well, all right. I was wailing, you know, and I'm not weak. I was wailing. Her fucking ass was as red as Tommy's back.
0: <laughs>
4: was, I, had this, I had this interesting revelation is I got well, – because my – my early sex life after the end of my marriage, so I'm 39, 40 years old, um, I had read about kink and uh, I knew about, and I I was a slutty adolescent, that was in my past, but I was in New York City and all these opportunities presented themselves and it for for me, at first, like all roads led back to sex, meaning I I want to put my dick in somebody. Mm. Um, but so I got into kink, and I thought, well, kink is another avenue that gets us back to the main point, which is going to be intercourse. And then the more I got engaged with kink, the more I realized there are people who like things uh, for the doing of those things. They don't necessarily want to have intercourse. Maybe yes, maybe no. And so I began to broaden my horizons about what's possible to do with a partner outside of, you know... The, 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 the kind of a breakthrough moment for me was I was having a party at my place and uh, there was a rope master there and the, uh, this uh, woman that I was having sex with and the rope master said would you like me to tie her up and she, the, my friend said yes absolutely would you please hog tie me so nice. the, the rope master is this woman she came over and just hog tied her so fast and it was beautiful the rope work was fantastic she had a long ponytail that ponytail was brought into play and so th- she's completely hog tied and then uh, the rope master she said to me Well, now she is all yours, and you may do what you like. And I said, "Thank you." And so I put on a condom and I started fucking her. And then I was fucking her, and I realized, Jefferson, you are so lacking in imagination. You know, it's like you you just like get everything all set up in this beautiful rope and all this stuff. And all my first thought is, like, well, I guess I'll put my penis inside her." (laughs) And so I mean, that's the only. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it, it made me think. But because I was, you know balls deep inside her, I couldn't go bring in other people who were in the next room or, you know, do something with the rope that we'd had. It was just like, I lacked imagination. So I began to broaden my horizons. And so now what's fun is I'm able to, in in the world of kink, we often use the word, the verb play to do things involved with kink. So it's like, do you want to play? Sure. What do you want to do? And it might not involve sex at all. It might not even involve nudity. It involves whatever it is that you're engaged with. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Wow, so guys, are you so? This is people have sexual fetishes or fantasies that don't involve intercourse. Can you believe that, Chris? It does. Oh yeah, of course. It, you don't have to get turned on by just fucking. You no, can do there's other all things. types of shit.
1: People like their feet fuck with and stuff.
0: I, you know, I like feet. I'm a feet uh, connoisseur, if you will. I, you know, I just, I just got really insecure. I got of, really insecure a talking about that. We have foot
3: fetish stuff on our site. We do foot fetish.
0: Why does that make me insecure to say that, though? It's, it's like something about it, just admitting that publicly Was is it the first of, time
3: you said it out loud? Uh, no. No. You no. said you would suck before. people's toes on the
0: show. But I said I talked about sucking toes before, but it was, but I I'm went... You about sucking dicks, too. I've sucked a couple dicks before, but that's neither here nor there. You love bringing that up. I... I this is like the sixth time you brought it that sounded,
3: up. It sounded a little <laughs> passive-aggressive, He I talks think. about it more than I did. You didn't suck my yes. dick.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No We're one so can intuitive. find that thing
1: anyway. I, I, I wanted him to do it while listening to the Beyoncé song.
0: <laughs> oh, shut up. Um, but yeah, I, I think you, like, listening to both of you, it's just, you're so casual. And for regular, regular people. I don't even know what that means. I don't even anymore. know what it means either. But for people who are not as uh, as as further along, what's
3: that? Squares. squares. Squares for squares like the rest of us. You know, squares are probably <laughs> the kinkiest people of all. It's just not out loud. That's all. Is that right? Absolutely.
0: <laughs> is that right, Jefferson? Is that your your finding as well that people who uh, display a certain normality uh, publicly are well, freaks I, in the bedroom?
4: I, I I it was just a part of the the. The happenstance of how it, I came into it was I had been, led a very vanilla life for a very long time, and so once I started getting getting around stuff and getting things going for myself sexually after the end of my marriage, um, I, I was one of those people. I was I was sort of a I know how to have sex, but what, what where can I go with these desires and these thoughts that I have? So I identify very much with people who are new to it all, right? And so in some respects. People have referred to me as a gateway drug because I'm very often someone's first foray into going to their first orgy or getting tied up for the first time and so on. And a lot of people meet me and then meet the people around me and then they all go off and do their own thing. There are lots of gateways in to to this kind of stuff.
0: I imagine a lot of this is like really a mind fuck where, you know, if you're giving someone that type of control, aren't you like you feel like a slave kind of to them? Do no, you know what I'm saying? In, in
4: my, like, myself? It, I, or? Like,
0: okay, so I'm imagining someone tied up with blindfolded, mm-hmm. and they completely are entrusting the person that has the whip or whatever.
3: That's kind of got to be like a. I don't know. I just. I, don't I know. think that's part of it, is to. That's to part find of what so you can kind of relinquish control over to. Would you just want to give that type of control to anyone? Well, I depends, think that's, no, actually, not to anyone. No. <laughs> But Just I think. Somebody but I
2: think like the, there's something to say about that though. Like you know, going through like your entire because we've talked about that before on What's the that, show. Tying too. people up. No, no, no. The idea of like giving up control. Like you know, like you have to do like the monotony of every single day, and then it's like I don't have to make a decision anymore. Like for some people, that's like really hot for them, or like it's well, yeah, like it's a relief. Absolutely. I, I yes. find that
0: executives, or whether they're female or male, I guess, uh, high-powered corporate people are very sexually. Say, um,
3: He's a, a Wall Street guy. What
0: and did you call him? He's a sub. What is a sub for for our people? He's who don't...
3: somebody who likes to be submissive to a dominant person. So he's, but he's dominant in every other realm of his life. Interesting. Tommy. And he, what's um, that? But when he plays, he's submissive. And he, he's also does he does um, financial bondage.
0: <laughs> Hilarious. Like
3: so, he forgot to wish me a happy birthday one year, so I made him take me out to. Uh, buy new sneakers like and he took me like really nice like $200 running shoes and and he bought me like uh, a uh, he I made him go to a vegan um, restaurant nice. because he's he doesn't like vegan food but it's a very expensive vegan restaurant and then he took me to see um, twisted sister on Times Square nice. <laughs> and bought like three rounds of drinks the rounds of drinks we were drinking uh the vodka and Red Bulls. Nice. On
0: like 15 bucks
2: a drink.
3: Yeah. So there it was, and he was doing doubles. So every round was doubles. Financial bondage. Yeah. So, and,
2: uh, I wish I had enough money to be into financial bondage. Holy (laughs) shit. And is he
0: sexually turned on by this?
3: I am imagining, see now that's where to me, like, um, I think it's kind of like, uh, he's getting punished. You're punishing him. It's kind of like edging. I imagine that, Somewhere down the line, people are touching themselves after these things happen because a lot of what I do, there's no sexual contact involved.
2: I just but, imagine him like pulling out the receipts and being like, yeah, yes. <laughs> <estimating to me. laughs> I didn't save any money on this purchase. Ah, ah. <laughs> One
3: time I, te- I was texting with him during the work day and I said, what are you doing? And he said, I- I'm waiting for a business meeting to start and, and um, we're having lunch. And I was like, you're at a business meeting texting me? You get off the goddamn phone and you make me some money right now, and he, he texts me back, "I love you." <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's fantastic. Wow. So
3: yeah, I they guess. have girls like that. Are there girls that are that'll spend money, money? They get on off on
0: spending money on shit. I can go for one. I
3: don't know. I guess a sugar mom. If they're out there, I'm sh- that would be a power trip for a, an older woman to spend money on a young man. Oh, that sure.
4: might be. Yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. Well, there you
4: go. I have no comment.
0: Uh, <laughs> Jefferson, do you yes, currently James. do you currently <laughs> offer services uh, professionally speaking of a sexual nature? Oh, w- wouldn't that be illegal if I did that? Well, not, I mean I'm not talking about outright prosecution <laughs> but in the, in the sense that we're, what we're talking about now, I don't think that's illegal to, well, actually no I guess that's the well, completely Well, Gigolo different would be thing. illegal
3: but what I did was not illegal. Yeah. He was, he People could buy me all the prints I want. There's no sexual exchange, so. So wait a minute. What, I'm not necessarily saying having sex. I don't know what prostitution is even. The definition
0: expands yeah, outside only, of sex.
3: The only definition of prostitution is sexual exchange. I, I thought like it was. was. So,
0: yeah, so, so so sexual. You know that does not include intercourse.
4: Um. Yeah. Sure. I've earned money around around this.
3: <laughs> you're being like, I'm being now. purposely cagey around <laughs> this question. It's just, the done. next question. <laughs> have you earned money I didn't to even give think lectures. he could
0: incriminate himself. I've definitely
4: earned money to give lectures and to have shows. Yes. Okay. I've oh, okay. okay. turned my sexuality into mullah.
0: Okay, yes. okay. All right. Um, would, would you be comfortable uh, talking about some of the kinkiest things that you have done uh, from a professional money?
4: standpoint? Sexually? From a professional standpoint, well, I mean, I don't really... There's not that many things that I do. um, uh, Well, I'll I'll echo what many sex worker friends of mine say, which is that I don't have sex or do kink for money. You're paying for my time. If I like you, we might do things together. Right. It's a separate kind of exchange.
0: So then outside of professionally, would you be comfortable talking about some of the kinkiest uh,
4: sexual acts that you've been involved in? Oh, wow. It's so fun when you... um, uh, open yourself up to playing with other people and being aware of what their, what creativity they bring into things with the desires and interests. Because I I have learned so much from um, playing with other people. Like like I was saying, like I, I feel like my I had to get over what I consider now my initial limitation, which is just like now that I've got you t- tied up, I think I'll fuck you. Or now that I've covered you in chocolate, I think I'll fuck you. Um, <laughs> to just going with what they bring into to their interests. And so, like I, I was on a date recently and, uh, with this guy, and he, he did the things that I had asked him to do. So I, I showed up, and he was compl- the door was ajar. He was completely nude on his knees, blindfolded, holding uh, a, a glass of whiskey. Yeah, it's a server. Yeah. And I you know, took the glass of whiskey from his hand, put my dick in his mouth, and we began the date. Uh, we had this whole exchange. Wow. The whole thing was wonderful. It had been prearranged. We'd discussed all the limits before I met yeah. him before, so it wasn't just like running into some stranger. Um, but it was it was a very very good date because we were enacting the roles that we each wanted from each other, sexually and otherwise. Um, but as the date was drawing to its conclusion, I said, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go pee and leave." And he's like, "You're gonna pee, sir?" I was like, "All right, come on, let's go to the bathtub." And he crouched in the bathtub and he opened his mouth and I was pissing in his mouth and I'm looking around and I saw that the shower had um, this big tie all the tiles were covered with this great big poster for the HBO show Girls that he'd stolen from a bus station <laughs> and I realized this, this is like the gayest thing I've ever done this is wonderful <laughs> not me peeing in the mouth of this Twinkie boy no. but doing so with you know Lena Dunham looking over my shoulder <laughs> that's, that's pretty much that was my line me, JC. <laughs> That's pretty out there for me,
0: Vakrully. What do you think about that, buddy? You did, did you do that last weekend? <laughs> I, ne- I never did watched you? the show, girls.
4: Oh, I you never know? watched it either. <laughs> I've peed on more boys than I've watched the episodes <laughs> of the show.
3: <laughs>
4: wow! God
0: damn! All I want to see your LinkedIn <laughs> profile. Oh that shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, oh, thank. You. We can go to. Oh, great! Thank you. Oh, good. Okay, Jefferson. There's a particular Jesus. story. Uh, that I'd uh, like you to tell if you can't get into. I believe this was a couple of years ago, I read it on your mm-hmm. blog. Uh, and it has to do with HIV. There was like yeah. a close call to it. One of the most incredible stories I've ever read. Can you go, you know, we don't have much time, but could you give us a short synopsis on that?
4: Well, uh, the basics of it was that it was. Uh uh, coming up to Valentine's Day of 2013, yes. uh, my girlfriend and I were going to go that weekend because that was a Thursday. We were going to go that weekend to a kink event down in D.C. called uh, Winterfire. Right. I would be presenting there, and we are getting up early Friday to go. And so I caught wind through Grindr uh, of uh, a program that was offering HIV tests not, only ju- ju- not just for free, but they'd pay you $25 to do it. so, oh, I so Grindr it. Has that's e- awesome. is
0: also provides information. Well, that's
4: I mean, what I use it for. I just go for the articles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Of course you do. Great. So um, I contacted them, and they oh, they, they, they were they would I asked you know is, your your ad is geared towards men who have sex with men, but what about women who have sex with men who have sex with men? And they said sure, you're both qualified for the study. So the idea was we'd go get tested, we're due anyway, and we'd get 50 bucks out of it. We'd go have blow it all on Valentine's Day dinner, nice. and off we'd go to this kink event. So we go and we test, and um, we they, do it together. And we get the results back, they say, they set us down. They say, well, we have uh, some some news for you. Uh, One of you is tested reactive, and one of you is non-reactive. And what that meant was she was non-reactive to the test, and I was reactive, meaning I had the antibodies for HIV, according to the test. So we ran the test again. Uh, They asked, and it came up the same, and they asked if we'd had unprotected sex in the previous 72 hours. The answer is yes. So they closed shop. We went to the emergency room. where you wait forever if you go to emergency room. She was tested again, still non-reactive. So she's testing negative for HIV? No, she's testing non-reactive for the test, hmm. which is a, a different matter. She's testing, react- she's testing non-reactive to the antibodies that fight HIV. Gotcha. Which is the first, when you get the finger prick test, when you go get tested, that's what they're doing. It's the most common test. Gotcha. Um, so they put her just as a precaution they put her on post-exposure prophylactics which is a lot of uh, re- a regimen of medicine yep. um, they had given me a western blot test which is a different kind of test that would take a week to get those results back and that was how we spent Valentine's Day so we went home shattered mm. and confused because how can it be that I'm testing one way and she's testing another. We've been together five years. Now, yes, we had sex with other partners, but we're fluid bonded. We weren't having uh, unprotected sex with other partners. Gotcha. And so this led to, we, we didn't go to the kink event, um, and it led to a week of us like scratching our heads and wondering what to do. She got the pills, she started the pills, and um, she's She's asking the, the question that's foremost in my mind, but I don't want to talk about, which is like, she's like, is there something you're not telling me that would cause you to be exposed? And I'm like, I really, I'm, since the last time I was tested, I'm like, no, you know, I'm, I'm but why would she believe me? Right. But we have this talk back and forth and I'm just, when I get devastating news, you respond the way you respond. I just shut down. Right. I just shut down. I mean. She's a buzz. She's online looking for information about what to do in the situation or that. And I'm just like accepting my fate. And a part of that is because when I first moved to New York in 1990, the first thing that happened for two years was I had to help my high school boyfriend, Donnie, die of AIDS. Uh, he was sick geez. when I got here. And for two years, it was what me and a couple of our friends did was help him die. Mm. So I was like, now this is going to be what she has to do. Or maybe I've exposed her. And it was scary. Now, 2003 is not 1990. A lot of things have happened in the meantime in terms of treatment. So I thought that's what our future is going to be like. Um, Went back for the results of the Western blot test and they sat me down and said, um, Jefferson, the guy who did it said, I've been doing this since I was 13 years old and it's the first time I've seen it. You are testing negative for HIV. And so, of course, the first question I had was like, how have you been doing this since you were 13 years old? And he said, well, I was a young activist and I went into medicine to treat people with HIV. But just, this is weird because the, the, the initial finger prick test came back reactive. The Western blot test came back non-reactive. Interesting. So now we're going to do a different test, which is very expensive, to, so we don't usually do it. It's called the RNA test. And what that does is it tests for the virus itself. So the results were immediate. I did not have... The virus. Interesting. So I had a week of expecting that this is where my future would be, and um, for uh, and then finding out that it wasn't true. Um, And it was it was a scary uh, it was a scary awful week. I can't imagine. Well, I can't imagine. It's I'm 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 certainly happy with the way things turned out, but it certainly gave me insights into people you know people who get the results and they don't get that reprieve at the end.
0: A certain empathy. I'm. I'm. I'm, Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a remarkable story. I, you know. Like, well, you start thinking about
1: everybody, you know, from the past, and you're like, "Shit."
0: You who did I sleep with? You're running stuff in your head, oh, and all yeah. that type of stuff.
4: But well, one thing that helps to alleviate that anxiety is getting tested regularly, because yeah. then you, you close the window on times yeah. when you have to worry about that.
0: Uh, Jefferson, we we want to close with this here. Um, we talked a little bit about the Orlando shooting. Uh, did you have any thoughts as to? Um, I don't even know i i don 't know if gun control is the issue or if it 's more of a, a gay community thing Did you did have any thoughts on, on on what happened there as it happened That's that, more of a general question but
4: as it, as it happened that weekend on um, Saturday night, I was at an all night long sex king and dance party called Wonderland that happens every now and again, just had a great time dancing and hanging out with my friends and spanking people and fucking in front of my friends and fucking my girlfriend, and it was great. Um,
1: (laughs) Sounds like a good weekend.
4: Sounds like a good time. Went home at dawn, got a couple hours of sleep, woke up to the terrible news of the shooting, but I was already programmed for the weekend. I had to go down to Philadelphia, go to Philly Pride, had my show Bear, True Stories of Sex, Desire, and Romance in Philadelphia that night, got up the next morning, um, and then came back to New York for for foreplay, the open mic I do on Monday nights. So... Just following through with the weekend that I had planned, I was always ensconced in this loving community uh, around queer culture mm. and around sex-positive culture, and I was, I was aware of how fortunate that was that everywhere I went, I mean, people were talking about it, people were down about it, people were angry about it, um, and people were processing it. People were processing it in a parade, people were processing it in a sex storytelling show. And so I was... I, it got me to thinking that, you know, I have found a community and I was lucky enough to be in it when I got this terrible news and the people who were dancing at Pulse had found a community community, and they were very lucky to find that community. And it's that stuff, the community, it, it's, um, you know, in my lifetime, I'm 52 years old, when I was a child, um, homosexuality was defined as a mental illness in this country and people were being locked up for it and getting lobotomies for it. Um, that was beaten back. And then people were coming out, and then AIDS, a disease, came in and just ravaged the community. And that was dealt with by the community. And then we had gays in the military coming out. That was a huge fight and struggle. And then gays uh, getting married. All these things have happened in half a century, which is my time on Earth so far. It takes more than some fucking asshole with a gun to shut this down. Nice. And I hear... My friends in the queer community say things like, you know, if they didn't do, enact stiffer gun laws after Newtown, after Sandy Hook, for a bunch of kids, 24, two dozen kids, they're not going to do it for us queers. The thing to keep in mind is, like, we get shit done. Kids can't be their own activists. They rely on other people. We've got each other, and we can do what we can do. Awesome.
0: All right. Uh, I, I can't I, – I, I don't – I'm at a loss for words. Thank you so much Thank you. Uh, for, for coming excellent stories where can people find you uh, who want to follow you and do you have any upcoming events coming up
4: well if you're uh, in the New York City area every single Monday we have foreplay a sexy storytelling open mic which is free at the Delancey we put up everybody we always have a guest storyteller but we go until everybody's gone up Chris think about it
0: man just a a, a sexual story or something it's an incredible
4: it could be something sweet it could be something raunchy it could be anything in between And then Bear, True Stories of Sex, Desire, and Romance. I do it monthly in New York. It's four Thursdays, which is, yes, this Thursday. Okay. And uh, second Sunday's in Philadelphia, which uh, just happened. It's spreading. It's spreading. You got it in Boston, too, I think. We've Uh, I did a long run in Boston, a long run in D.C., so I pop around. Wonderful.
0: That's Jefferson, folks. Um, Mistress Heidi, where can people find you?
3: You can find me at heidynights.com or at... Uh, DavidHarrisPodcast.com Nice And um, Just follow links To our clips In terms of your
0: clips uh, Was that the website That you just plugged? Yes Okay great And can people find you Any shows or anything Upcoming you want to plug?
3: I occasionally do um, There's a really great In fact you're going to Be on it on Friday
0: Oh yeah, that's right
3: The Pater Payne show It's a comedy Great show Great show Yeah
0: Lisa Ann, I believe Lisa The porn Ann star Lisa
3: Ann. And, I was uh, just
0: telling this guy About that this week At New and York Comedy Club my good friend Club. Lady
3: Zombie Is the house dominatrix And when awesome. she can't do it I'm the dominatrix Very cool so Okay As far as comedy I just be funny Wherever they let me So Great. follow me Heather Height On Facebook and Twitter And Heidi Knights On Facebook and Twitter H-E-I-D-E-E-N-Y-T-E-S
0: Wonderful Vaccarelli What do you got? I'm going on vacation. I got a show
2: the 22nd of July. Such a funny. bum <laughs> Tommy Grassy, where can they find you, buddy? TomGrossleyComedy.com doing my hour on Friday. I'm pumped. Yeah. Ooh. Good
0: shit. All right, and I've been JC Best. You can follow me at JC Knows Best on Twitter and Instagram. This has been Three Drink Minimum. We are every Monday night only on ZenLive.tv. Have a good night. Yeah.